back to the Flat Rate Tech Podcast. So today I want to try to name some good things about the automotive industry, and then we'll see where it goes from there. So what are good things about the automotive industry? Let's see. Paid training. You know, college is for people that want to work the rest of their lives to pay off a loan that they borrowed to go to some college for, some stupid classes that when they graduate, if they even do graduate, they end up doing something totally different than what they went to college for. It's a waste of money, right? Or you go to college to become a school teacher and you make $35,000 a year. It's not worth it. In the automotive industry, you don't need to pay a fucking dime to go to school. The shop you work at is going to send you. They're going to pay you 40 hours, give you money to eat, pay for your hotel, pay for your gas if you have to travel. You do that a few times, you get master certified, you come back to get your big raise, and then you get the shit warranty work. You get the shit warranty work that pays nothing. The more you know, the less you make. But hey, that's for another episode. But you don't have to pay back any loans, right? So that's a plus. There's one for you. What else is there? You can always find a place to work. Every shop's hiring. Most of them are paying top pay in the area. Or at least that's what they say. Again, another episode. If you are a skilled mechanic and you can't find a job, then there's something wrong. And it's probably your fault. Either you think you're too good for the shops around you, or they know you and you're actually a shitty mechanic. Because they're out there. I know many of them. You do too. You know, you got a bad reputation. And it's supposed to be your job to tell the management not to hire these scumbags, right? Unless you want some entertainment. If you want some entertainment in the shop, then say nothing about these scumbags that are traveling around. We all love to watch a good hack, dude. It's very entertaining. Makes you feel better about yourself. But as a technician, you can always find a fucking job. What else is there? Here's a good one. Let's be honest here. Side work. Being in the trades, in any trade, you have the opportunity to make cash on the side. If you're an electrician, you can make bags on the side. Mechanic, make bags on the side. Carpenter, bags on the side, dude. All of them. You got a garage at home, you have the chance to fill some bags. Now, I know we hear it from our shops, them saying, you can't do side work. Well, guess what, dude? You can't tell us what the fuck to do. Especially outside of work. As long as you're not literally taking customers from your shop, like telling them you can do it cheaper on the side, because that's fucked up. You can't do that. And I've seen that happen. You just can't do that. But friends, family, neighbors, friends of friends, whatever, dude, that should be good. And be careful what you sign at work. Those papers they make you sign are not to cover your ass, dude, trust me. So being... A mechanic, you always have a way to make money on the side. Personally, I don't do side work anymore. I haven't done side work in over 10 years. I probably should start, though, honestly. What else? Freedom. What's nice about being a technician is having your own area. You got your own two bays. Nobody shits in your way. Nobody's talking to you in a fucking cubicle, annoying you. Smelling somebody's stinky-ass fucking food. Stuck inside some room, dude. Nope. You can walk outside when you want to. You can go for a test drive. You can go do burnouts in other people's cars. Do some donuts, dude. Fuck it. It ain't your car. You bring it back, sell them some fucking tires. Take a customer's car to lunch, dude. Burn their gas. Save yours. 
If you're in a good shop and you don't have managers breathing down your neck, micromanaging you, and also if you're a good tech, they won't have to micromanage you unless that's their way to manage, and my opinion is quit. (laughs) Fuck them. don't want nobody fucking micromanaging you. If you want to quit, quit. I don't care what you do, dude. Honestly. Freedom, dude. You show up when you want to, leave when you want to, sleep in customers' cars, take change out of their cars to get snacks. Hey, freedom, dude. You can do whatever you want to do. You just got to suffer the consequences when you get caught. Just saying. What else is there? I think that's about it. You tell me, dude. Email me. Let's do some of the bad. Let's see. Bad. Labor rate's two fifty an hour. You get paid twenty five, and you're the labor. Figure that one out. That's actually one of my most popular memes. The more you know, the more you get trained to become the master certified technician, the less hours you make. Figure that one out. Just because you're a master certified technician doesn't mean you know anything. We all know master techs that can't fix shit. Going to training is no different than an ASE test. Kids in high school take ASE tests and pass it doesn't mean they can go out in the shop and change a water pump. Doesn't mean they can diagnose a check engine light. My wife takes all my online tests for me. Doesn't mean she can go in the shop and rebuild a transmission, does it? Techs are only sent to school in order to be certified to perform warranty repairs and recalls. You go there, you pass. You come back and you get the warranty work. You got a dollar raise and more recalls. The technicians that haven't went to school make a little bit less than you an hour, but they turn 60 hours a week and you're only turning 35, 40. Who's winning? It's a game, dude. Figure it out. You're a master tech. Another tech can't diagnose a car properly, so they take it from him and give it to you. Then he gets a brake job while you try to figure out what's really wrong with the car that he just threw a whole bunch of fucking parts at. You spend two hours, you find a broken wire, then you have to story the ticket out explaining why multiple parts were replaced to cover the shop's ass. I'm getting off track. Dude, tools are way overpriced. I don't fucking care what brand you choose. The tool trucks are a fucking ripoff. You think you're getting a good deal paying $50 a week for a toolbox. Don't be a fucking idiot, dude. Paying $400 for a socket set. Oh, it's only $20 a week. Let's add that to my $6,000 bill I already have. Techs love to act like Snap-on makes the best tools or Matco makes the best tools. They're both the same shit made in China, dude. Hey, check out my new Snap-on jacket I got when I bought the slide hammer set off the truck. I got it free when I spent $500. Hey, the tool truck's having a raffle. When you buy $500 in tools, you get five chances to win a remote control car with a snap-on sticker on it. It's worth like 30 bucks. <laughs> Fucking idiots. Check out my snap-on refrigerator. I paid $400 for a $79 refrigerator that have a snap-on tool sticker on it. You know there's an idiot in your shop that bought one, dude. It's probably you. It's probably you, dude. <laughs> uh, don't be that fucking guy, dude. Check out my snap-on shoes. You rack up $30,000 in tool bills. You can't fix shit right. You turn 30 hours a week. You drive a piece of shit truck. And you can't afford your bills. You hate your shop because you can't make enough money to pay your bills. And then you blame it on the shop. Because you waste all your money on dumb shit. You probably got a big snap-on sticker on the back window of your piece of shit truck. You wear a snap-on shirt everywhere you go like they fucking sponsor you. You walk around wearing their bullshit while you're in debt with them more than you make a fucking year. Meanwhile, they don't give a fuck about you. They don't even know who you are. Yet you walk around telling everybody that they make the best fucking tools. Snap-on's the best. 
You probably got an ASE patch on your shirt, too. <laughs> probably a snap-on tattoo. Got their fucking logo tattooed on your arm. Hey, look at me. I'm a mechanic. I can rebuild a carburetor. Fram makes the best oil filters. I only use Castrol GTX because John Force said so. There's a guy in your shop just like this, dude. You gotta admit it. Hopefully that one's not you. Gun guys are the same, dude. They shoot a Glock. They wear a Glock fucking shirt. A Glock hat. They got the little Glock 17 on their keychain. Sticker on the back window, you know? Advertising what's in their truck that they can steal. They wear 5'11 pants and boots and... Never been in the military, but they act like they're Navy SEALs. They go to the range with $5,000 rifles, and they can't hit shit with them. They're prepping for the end of the world. Got all this bullshit food stored and ammo stored, yet they weigh 400 fucking pounds. Can't do a push-up. Couldn't put up a fight for over 10 seconds without having a fucking heart attack. Hey, dude, all that shit you're storing for when shit hits the fan, I'm gonna come take it from you. When the time comes, I'm coming to take it from you. While you're sleeping in your bed with your sleep apnea mask on, potato chips all over your fucking face, I'm going to take your shit. So stock up on it. Service advisors, they get fucking waiter tattoos on their arms, dude. And then they lie to everybody. Parts people, they talk to you in numbers and letters and shit. That's how they communicate. Hey, can you check a part number for me, please? 5K44 Apple Victor Charlie Zebra 978. Okay, I'll take it. The P.O. is 675849 Hector Charlie. I hate my life. Thank you. Fucking parts people, dude. The least motivated people in the dealership. Changed my mind. There's only one good one in every shop. Everybody gets shit on today. Shop owners. Cry on the internet about not finding technicians. Get together in their little support groups online, like fucking AA meetings. Lizard people off the internet. They talk shit about each other. He only has a 28-foot boat. He's not successful. He's doing it all wrong. You raise the labor rates, but not the tech pay. That's how you move up. That's how you move up to a cigarette boat, like I got. (laughs) Then, then you got some guy that made a YouTube video. That said he quit being a mechanic. Talks all kinds of shit about the industry that I agree with. Then he says he wants to be an automotive instructor. After talking all this shit about the industry. Doesn't make any sense. Then he goes on a podcast. And says he worked at eight or nine shops within three years. Traveling hack dude. And then he was asked. Since he quit the industry what is he doing now? He said he's working at a dealership. As a technician! I don't get it! This guy sounds like he knows his shit. Sounds like a competent technician. I don't know. I don't know him. I'm not shitting on him. But nine shops in three years. Make a video saying you quit the industry, but you work back at a dealership. That you quit! This industry will clearly fuck with your head, dude. This guy's losing his shit! I don't understand YouTube, but I guess this is what you do when you want to get views. I agree with most of the shit that he bitched about in his video. He is right. Don't let it go to your head, dude. I wish you the best of luck. But nine shops within three years, you got your own fucking shopping cart, dude. You definitely shopped around, man. Paper or fucking plastic. Probably had to change the wheels on your fucking toolbox. 
wore those bitches out, dude. Holy shit. You probably had to rotate those wheels on that toolbox a few times, huh? Do a couple alignments on that bitch. Got all kinds of miles on them motherfuckers. You definitely won the Traveling Hack Award. This year. Fucking email me and I will send you some stickers, dude. Holy shit. I'm not even hating on this guy. I think it's fantastic. Fucking great. Alright, that's all I got for this episode. Traveling Hack of the Year, dude. That's the name of this shit. Patreon.com slash Podcast. Check it out. Five bucks a month. If you give a fuck, Flat Rate Tech Podcast on Facebook, Instagram, all that shit. Thanks for listening. I'll catch y'all next time.